around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. We're just so glad you've joined us today. We're excited about the season and the time of the year that we're in. And we know that God always has a word fresh for that moment. But you know, most of all, he's already got every single area, every moment of your life already. He has prepared blessing for everything. He never runs out. His mercies are new every morning. He daily loadeth us with benefits. Everything that God does, he provides daily bread. He gives you a daily word. He gives you fresh conversation every single day between you and the Holy Spirit. So um, we're just happy, and Terry and I are thrilled to have this opportunity. What a freedom to preach the Word of God. So, darling, let's get started, and let's talk to the folks. And uh, we just always want to remind you, you can go to terrymize.com and uh, find everything there about our ministry and Terry's uh, over 51-year ministry uh, to the world. And we're just so excited about all the good things God's doing. Amen? Well, we are. We're always excited. <laughs> I'm excited about what God's doing locally. I'm certainly excited about what he's doing around the world. Amen. And uh, I'm delighted and thrilled at uh, the fact that we're going to live forever. And Isn't that God, amazing? And God is smarter than me. What a God. And he can tell us what to do and where to go and how to do it. And uh, I'm delighted we can hook into his wisdom and his operations and his things. And, That's you know, right. we're still on our uh, everlasting <laughs> Texas, Texas tour. April yeah. trip here. God bless uh, America and seven, God bless seven Texas. Seven churches or seven ministries in in Texas this month of April. Isn't it wonderful? That we're uh, ministering for partner churches. Partner yes. churches that love us, churches That's that right. pray for us, churches that give money to us every month. That's right. Partner with us faithfully. And uh, so we've been able to be in several of those already, and we've got several more left to go. Yes, we do. And uh, we're looking forward to those. And, of course, we're coming up on the most holy of holy of yes. holy of Hallelujah. Christian holidays or holy days. <laughs> if it had that not we been call, for Jesus. That we call Resurrection oh, Sunday or the world calls Easter. And uh, I don't get so hung up. I know people just get all messed up, and they just write... Uh, rants on Facebook or <laughs> anything else, uh, damning the Easter bunny and yeah, damning right, the Easter right, eggs right. and damning the pagan, holiday, <laughs> the, the pagan holidays. And, and that stuff's never bothered me, you know. I don't right. have a problem right. with people doing whatever they're doing. The world's the world. Yeah. And, uh, and God made chickens and bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just glad about uh, Resurrection Sunday. No, that's Had right. it not been for Jesus wow. coming out of that grave, then uh, Paul said we would be of all men most miserable. That's right. That's Paul right. said if Jesus did not rise from the from, dead, from the dead, Terry, my then goodness. there is no resurrection of the dead. Right. Then nobody ever resurrects from the dead. Then That's everybody right. just is, or they're just dead when they're dead. They right. just they're dead. Right. You throw them right. in a hole or cremate right. them, and that's all there is. That's all she wrote. There's never nothing, anything else. You know, last week we talked about the four great questions right. that the world is asking, that's and, true. and, and, and th right. those are such that's, powerful questions. It so doesn't matter where you go in the world so the people want to know people are searching for god right. and we've said before that man you've got libraries all over the world with millions of volumes of books uh, of, of man's search for god and yet the bible's uh god's search for man and and we said in ecclesiastes chapter 3 last week we were talking about this ecclesiastes chapter 3 says god put eternity 
yes. in the hearts, in of, the men. hearts of men. So wherever we go, with the natives, we were just in South, the South Pacific, all those islands and islands and islands and islands, thousands, tens of thousands of islands right, in the South right. Pacific. Some of them never heard the gospel. Some of them never heard that Jesus came, that Jesus is the Son of God. And uh, one of our team went in and, and uh, got people saved. And this lady asked them, said, how long have you known about this? Right, right. Well, we've known it for centuries. You know, well, why, what took you so long? My, my father's dead. My grandfather's dead. Why didn't you come sooner? Right. And the people are looking for God. They right. worship the sun. They worship the moon. They worship the stars. They worship animals. They worship crocodiles. They worship trees. Because they're looking for something to something. worship. Because God put eternity in their hearts. That's such a compelling And so they're looking truth. for God. They're looking yes. for something to, bigger than them. Something to worship. And we've got the right God. We've got Jehovah. <laughs> and uh, so Easter is such a special deal That's to right. me. And, uh, and again, the Apostle Paul said, if this isn't true, if Jesus is didn't ra- rise from the dead, he said that our preaching is in vain. Right. Our faith is in vain. That's true. <laughs> All this stuff we preach, going to church is in this vain. This book is in vain. The Bible's in vain. Yeah. Everything's worthless and useless and in vain if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. And we are of all men most miserable. Isn't that something? He said, but thank God. <laughs> thank God our preaching is not in yeah. vain. Our faith is not in vain. The Bible is not in vain. Right. Going to church is not in vain because Jesus did rise from the dead. Therefore, there is resurrection from the dead. Therefore, yes, there is. Uh, when you die, you will resurrect again. Life forever. Life forever. Eternal. You're going to live forever. And uh, Easter or our Resurrection Sunday is the most holy day or the most special holiday Right. On the Christian's calendar, there is no greater ha- no, holiday. It's like the Super Bowl. There is Bowl. <laughs> no greater foundation no, for right. a Christian, Christian Super Bowl than Easter. It, it is the cornerstone and the foundation yeah, right. of everything we do and everything we believe. I might say this to some of you parents out there: Tell your kids the truth. You know, Jesus said uh, the only pro- the only sign you're going to get is the prophet, the sign of the prophet Jonah, three days and three nights in the belly of the whale. He told the disciples, "I'm going to be gone three days, three nights." Jonah was in the whale three days, three nights. That's seventy-two hours. Right. Now, Friday night, as the church has said for hundreds of years, <laughs> Good Friday. Good Friday. Yeah. Friday night. To dawn on Sunday morning, right. come on, use your head, use your math, is not 72, 72 hours. hours. And your kids are smart enough to figure that out. Don't tell them that lie that the church is... is, is it messes people up ...perpetrated all these decades <laughs> because we That's just get right. it in our head that, oh, well, Jesus was buried late Friday night and he got up early Sunday morning. No, 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 that's not... 72 hours. We need to we need to tell our kids the truth. There was a 72-hour period there that Jesus went into the grave right. and rose again, rose again 72 hours later. Right. And that all has to do with Jewish feast, and it has to do with Passover. It has right. to do with first fruits. It has to do with all those things. I'd take right. time on the podcast, but I want today to literally break down and, and, and tell you the difference in what happened when. Right. And, um, and it was all coordinated with Jewish feasts. Everything God has ever done is always coordinated always with Jewish feasts. Right. And uh, Jesus, Jesus had to be killed on a year where first fruits... Well, now I'm getting into something I said I wasn't going to get into. But anyway, where first Passover and first fruits had to be within 72 hours of each other. It's not that way every year. Uh, it's only that way one uh, every seven years or so. Right. And um, and so God had to do history in advance. He knew in advance right. the, the year, appointed the time, appointed time, the Bible says. The because time. had had they missed it and said, oh, well, we'll do it next year, it wouldn't have worked. No. Or we'd done it the year before, it wouldn't have worked. It right. had to be at that exact, exact time, time when Jesus could go into the ground as the as the as the Passover lamb. That's right. And as he could come out of the ground right. as 
first fruits, right. the first fruits, and it had to be fifty. It had to be fifty days, because he uh, fifty uh, Pentecost Pente P E N T E right. means fifty, right. like like a pentagram or a pen. Anything is Pente is fifty, and so it had to be a time where 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 the, from the time he came out of the tomb to the day of Pentecost was fifty days. And God something? did that at the exact right time. So after he came out of the grave, then 40 days later, 40-some-odd days later, was, guess what? Thank you, Father. Pentecost Sunday, the yes. day of Pentecost, the Feast of Pentecost. And they were all gathered. The 120 were gathered in the upper room. And the Holy Ghost fell on them as cloven tongues, like as a fire. And they all began to speak in tongues. And it swept the whole city. Peter got filled with the Holy Ghost. And 50 days before, he was a coward and denied Jesus. And now he's full of the Holy Ghost. And he stands up and preaches a marvelous sermon in Acts chapter 2. And he says, Ye men of Israel, hear these words. I mean, he was bold. He was strong. The same guy that was a coward 50 days ago and was denying Jesus and cursing and saying, I never saw him. I never knew him. No, I don't know the man. And now he's saying, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man sent by God, was taken by cruel, our cruel rulers and leaders and buried, crucified and buried, but the ground couldn't hold him and he blew out of that ground with the, with the, uh, with the explosion that the world's still rocking from today that makes Richter scales run wild. He said, I am he that was dead, but I'm alive forevermore and don't you forget it. I've got the keys of death, hell, and the grave and now you take them and keep on operating and preach the gospel and go into all the world and heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out devil that's the gospel. No, that's right. That's the gospel. Absolutely. And when Peter preached Absolutely. that, it says that the Holy Ghost, Acts chapter 2, says the Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost pricked the hearts of the people listening, and 3,000 of them got saved. Isn't that wonderful? Peter's first message. That's right. 3,000 got saved. And well, then he preached just a couple of days later after he healed the uh, the, the man at the gate beautiful and grabbed him by the hand and said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give by thee. <laughs> yeah, rise up and walk. And he oh, jerked well. him up on his feet. And that man yeah. was healed after being crippled his entire life. He was over 40 years old. The Bible says in chapter 4 of Acts in verse 22 yeah. that he was over 40 years old. He had been sitting at that gate beautiful all those years, all of his life. And Peter jerked him up and said, Be healed. And the guy went running and leaping and praising, praising the Lord. God. And so Peter preached another message and got 5,000 saved. So in two sermons, he got 8,000 saved because right. he was full of the Holy Ghost. That makes the difference, doesn't it? I tell it? you, Easter, Easter Sunday exploded this that thing. That same spirit that yeah. raised exploded up Jesus this thing. from the dead yeah. lives in us. Absolutely. And we have that spirit. And, you know, when we talk about that, the death, the burial, and the resurrection, Terry, of the Lord Jesus Christ being the defining doctrine of Christianity that no other, no other religion of the world, and, and yet Christianity doesn't really fall into the religion category no. because ours is based on a relationship right. with the living God. Right. We, we call it religion because we don't know what yeah, else to call nobody it. Nobody else knows what to call it. But, when you know, um, I want to share with the people two things here real quickly. When you're talking about how the resurrection, like Paul is saying, if, I, if, we don't, if this didn't happen, we yeah. are of all men most miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, one of the most defining scriptures in the Bible is in Romans chapter 7, the last two verses. Um, Paul is talking about how that the things I want to do, I don't do, and the yeah. things I, I, I don't need to do, those are the things I'm doing. And then he asks this question, Oh, wretched man that I am, or a... Um, the the Amplified says, Oh, unhappy and pity, pitiable and wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the shackles of the body of this death? And the answer is, the answer is, 
Oh, thank God, he will. <laughs> and I always think that's so powerful because um, it's who's going to deliver you from the body of this death? In other words, the, the flesh is always dying, and yet it wants to control everything. And then Paul says, who's going to deliver me? He says, Jesus will. So then I myself, with my mind and I, my heart, he said, I'm going to serve God. He said, therefore, there is now no condemnation. So I'm so grateful for the death, burial, and resurrection. One time I was, when we were pastoring and here in Corpus Christi, where we're at today, uh, we've gone from blue bonnets to the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that I was just so perturbed, I guess, uh, you know, fretting over something going on in our church. And we lived in a two-story house at the time, and, and I was just walking around sighing. I, I heard myself just going, oh, you know, just, yeah. you know, and just everything was just, it was that just dreading something. And um, I got to the top of my stairs, was going to go downstairs, and all of a sudden I just saw in my mind's eye, I saw myself throw up both hands and begin to holler, the death, the burial, and the resurrection no, of the Lord good. Jesus Christ. I just saw it in a split second. So I just immediately at the top of the stairs threw my hands up, and begin to yell, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Yeah. And I descended those stairs saying that. And by the time I got to this bottom of the stairs, I was ready to have revival. I mean, I well, had sure. delivered well, myself, sure. as Proverbs well, says, sure. well, from the hand of the hunter. I had delivered myself, my soul, from the snare of the fowler, from, mm -hmm. from the hand of the hunter. And I well, that's was, what Easter is. That's the what death, it's all about, the, the burial, burial, and, and the resurrection. The resurrection. And all I, those other gods I've met around the world, I've met the false gods of the world right. uh, as a missionary for 51 uh, years. Sure, sure. They, they had death. Yeah. They had burial, <laughs> and they didn't get number three. No, they didn't. They no, will they didn't. one day. Yeah, no, no, no. They will. They'll, they'll resurrect. Act three they'll they'll didn't come happen. out of. They'll come out of the grave <laughs> and be judged and end up in hell. Oh my goodness, my goodness, y'all! You know everything about Jesus is life and light and love and that's kindness it. Those and three, goodness. Those three, everything. light, life, and love. Love. Those, that's everything. The ministry of, of Jesus. Yes, yes, and that that's so superior. <laughs> to other religions of the world that are so condemning, so prejudicial, and so, what a, so, what a so time, violent. That what, a, is, what a time to win souls. Yes, it's a, because we serve you know, a God. Everybody comes to church on Easter. Oh, my goodness. It's a good time to you get your, your relatives, your, your yeah. unsaved loved ones or everybody your unloved saved ones, maybe either takes one. takes a bath. <laughs> and, uh, and, and take them to church. Say, go yes, to church with us ready. on Easter, and then we'll feed you a meal. And get and, the family together and let them hear the gospel. Hopefully your pastor oh, will preach the gospel. Yes. And minister. I'm going to be preaching on Easter, by the way, next yes, Sunday. Are. This coming Sunday. This coming Sunday. I'm preaching for our dear, dear friend Sue Lanza in, in Conroe, Conroe, Texas. 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 Yeah, pastor Tom went to heaven a few years back. And uh, uh, Sue has taken the church and, and pastoring it and doing a great job. That's right. And she's having us in this coming Sunday, Easter Sunday, to minister to her congregation. And I'm looking forward to it. Thank God for the death and the burial and the, and the resurrection. resurrection of Jesus It's so Christ. simple in that regard. I always think, you know, people should be able to tell that you serve the right God by the countenance on your face. Absolutely. By the love of God, by the words that come out of your mouth. You know, that's what the fruit of the Spirit are for. Gentleness, goodness, meekness, kindness, temperance, faith, love, joy. You know, all of these things. I, I, there's one I didn't remember. Long Chicken suffering. fried steak. Long oh, suffering. Oh, no, no. Long <laughs> suffering. <laughs> you know, but I just, I want to encourage all of you to develop in those people skills 
because that's what they're there for. And then the nine gifts of the Spirit are for us to be able to show the power of God. Oh, absolutely. We were talking with friends this morning. You've got three morning. revelation gifts. You've got yeah. three utterance gifts. Exactly. And you've got three power gifts. Three power gifts. Praise God. That the Holy Ghost can pick from you at any given time. You find those in 1 Corinthians? Yes. Chapter 13. Tw- chapter, chapter 12. 12. Excuse me. Chapter 12. And you, you as a believer have been so endowed by the favor of God not only has he favored you and you have become a believer, but he has personally equipped you on the, in the inner man to go face to face with people. I, I find this extremely wise and powerful of the Lord that he sent Jesus to give us the nine Beatitudes sure. and then teaches us about the nine fruit sure. and then endows us with the nine gifts yeah. and that they are there by the Spirit of God and that the Lord literally has is is not uh, prejudicial towards male or female, that's old true, or young, that's true, that's true. race, um, financial status in life. Race, so that, class, creed, yeah, you know, creed or color. God just loves everybody and wants to give everybody the same equipment to do the will of God, and that is to influence people, to love people, and to bring them into the kingdom of heaven. And that's what the life of God is all about. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. And all the things that God has for you is out there, but it's it's living in you. You're like a giant. Sure. No, I've always told our church in Corpus that it was, you know, uh, you're like a giant refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You can just open that up, sure. <laughs> and in there's the nine uh, beatitudes, the nine fruit, yeah, the yeah, nine yeah, gifts, yeah. and then you've got the Word of God, the angels, sure, sure, sure. you know. The blood, you, the, the name, blood, the word, the, the name, covenant, the Holy Spirit. The name I read again this week in Philippians. Uh, we're reading in chapters 1 and 2. That at the name of Jesus, Jesus stooped so low. And so God could lift him so oh, high. No. He reached way down. That at the name of yeah. Jesus, every knee would bow and every tongue confess. And that's such a simple phrase to cause you to join in and, and no, be inclusive. It's a name that and heaven's never failed to honor and the hell's never failed to tremble at. Exactly. That, that name and faith in that name. In heaven and in earth Praise and in God. hell. Yeah. That is Three the worlds. name. <laughs> Three I just, You know, there's so much joy in talking about that to me, that God lives in me. I have, if, if I failed at everything else in life, yeah, I could look back and say, but I picked the right God. Absolutely. I picked the right Absolutely. God. If you're God shopping, and or, or, if, or if you know somebody who is quote-unquote God shopping, gently begin to turn them with boldness in your life. <laughs> to the one true God. To the one. The one that's alive. The one that's alive. That, the that one could, that does that miracles. Could, no other God does miracles. distinction. <laughs> and you know what, Renee? No other, no other religion. I've been to all these nations over all these continents. Right, exactly. Over all these decades, and there's no other religion no. that has Easter. Isn't that something? That's no wonderful. other religion has a God. right. That, that we died, celebrate. That was buried and that rose again. That and we have Resurrection today. Sunday. No other religion would say what a Christian would say that my God lives in me. No Buddhist would say no, that. No. No Hindu would say Isn't that. Isn't that that's astounding that we boldly say, yeah. My God lives yeah. in me. Jehovah <laughs> Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Ray, Jehovah Shalom, and then, Emmanuel, God and, yeah. with us, God in us. And then he says, if you'll open up your heart, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost will come and live in you. That's right. And they will make their home in you. That's right. And then the Holy Ghost has a conversation with you 24-7 yes, if yes, you're yes, listening. Yes. No, he's broadcasting all the time, just whether you're receiving or not. You know what? You mentioned Corpus. We're in Corpus, Christian. Yes, we are. We preached last night We're at looking Cornerstone at some Church. Water. For our dear, precious friends of long, yes. 
time. Yes. Daryl and Catherine Smith. Yes. And Daryl actually, Daryl actually was a surfer here in town right. as a kid and a good Baptist boy and came to, uh, came to your and Dean's church to right. Rama Fellowship, later Faith Heritage, right. and uh, went through your Bible school, got saved, got filled with the Holy Ghost, went yes. through your Bible school, and became a great minister of the gospel. Started a church out here in Flower Bluff, which yes. is a suburb, not Wonderful a suburb, place. but, a, but a, place. adjacent to Corpus, you know, they've, they've grown together. And got a great church called Cornerstone, and, and if you're in Corpus Christi, you ought to go out to Sunday morning for Easter, you ought to go out to... Uh, Cornerstone. If you don't have a church, or if you're looking, got some relatives in town and need a place to take them, you no, ought to go out right. to Darwin Catherine's in Flower Bluff at Cornerstone Church. And uh, there's other good churches here in town with other friends of ours, dear friends. Uh, but that's where we were last night. And it was and, uh, just wonderful. I ministered last night in some areas that you know. I told you I, I ought to write a book on things I've learned from my fathers. Yes. And last night I just talked about something that John Osteen said to me. Joel's daddy, John, right. said to me back right. in 1970. Eight. Yes. You know, I was driving him around as a teenager. Right. The pastor said, Brother Osteen's coming to town. Would you like to drive him around? I jumped at that chance. And Brother Osteen said to me, Terry, God's a good checker player. Right. He doesn't move out of turn. And if something's not going right and you're praying about something, fasting about something, nothing's happening, something should happen, but it's not, maybe you need to check and see whose turn it is uh, because God doesn't move out of turn. Ray, that's, that's saved me. Oh, yeah. Saved my life over the years, over these 50 years. Right. It's it's uh, saved me money, made me money. I've talked about it on the podcast before. But then uh, other things that different fathers said to me. I spent so much time with Oral Roberts and so many meals with right. him uh, and things that he would say to me and just speak into my life. He said to me right. one day, uh, well, he said a lot of things to me. But he said, Terry, there's three things to doing something for God. It's number one, know the will of God. Number two, don't confer with flesh and blood. And number three, get your job done at all costs. There's no telling what that saved me over the years. There's no, no telling right. when I've been in, well, in the mission fields and people trying to kill me. You know, and, and, and whether I should go in the jungle, whether they're threatening to kill me or yeah. not. I said, no, I've heard from focus. God. I know the word of God. I know focus. I know the will yeah. of God. I've heard from God. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to confer with flesh and blood because missionaries and other people say, don't go out there and preach. They'll kill you. I said, no, I'm not confirming with flesh and blood because I know the will of God. I know what God said to me and then I get my job done at all costs right. and I go out there and people get saved That's oh my goodness darling. and healed and miracles yeah. and blessed and anyway just things that, that Lester Summerall said to me right. Kenneth Hagin said to me that right. that uh, Hilton Sutton said to me that uh, uh, T.L. Osborne said to me I mean all these guys I talk about right. they're not just I'm not just name dropping they were friends of mine they were fathers in the faith and sometimes these generals would say just a little phrase, just a sentence, a half sentence, a nugget right, right. that that would penetrate, would prick my heart, right. like on and, and like in the Book of Acts, whenever Peter preached, prick right. my heart, and uh, then save my life and help me through these fifty years of ministry. Well, so and that's that's I, God's I, I intention. I hope things that we say on these on these podcasts yes, that yes. that you're a you know you're a mother in the faith, and I'm a father in the faith, and and you know the kids today in the church aren't really looking to fathers anymore; they're looking more to the young lions. Well, but the, and you know, I love the young lions. I'm yeah, for the young right. lions. I promote the young lines but but they're not fathers and everybody needs to have a father needs to have a father in the faith mother in the faith needs to have an apostle needs to have right, a prophet right. in their life to speak in their life paul said i'm not an, a prophet, an apostle to everybody but i am to you right. people need to have a pastor need to have an apostle need right. to have somebody and I that wanna... speaks into their life and uh, so those those men that i just mentioned spoke into my life so right. many times and uh well, there's just no way I could put a price. How are you going to put a price tag on that? No, that's right. How could you possibly put a price tag on a, a nugget that those generals and fathers and mothers spoke to me that saved my life 
or, or help me help me get people saved, help me change no, people right. for eternity. That's right. And that, well, that's the whole, pretty quick yeah, here. that's the purpose. I, I want to just, as we leave the, um, the podcast today, uh, Terry and I just want to encourage you, as I uh, hope you've gotten the message here through the podcast this, this uh, particular da- time, that you need to be in church on Easter Sunday. Yeah. And you need to be there, if not for yourself, and for everybody else. Don't try else. to be a critic and start yeah. telling, telling your relatives, oh, we're not going to church. We don't, we don't say Easter. We don't say Easter Bunny. We don't say Egg. <laughs> don't, don't give them all the negatives. Give them the positive. Let's go to church Easter Sunday. We're going to honor and hear, Jesus. And hear about Jesus coming out of that grave with, right, with right. an explosion. The world's still rocking from today. Well, that's exactly right. And, and Those you scriptures know, I gave you earlier, by the way, are First Corinthians chapter 15. If people need to go and read that for themselves. I'm glad uh, you where, said where that. Where Paul uh, was making those statements and declaring those those statements that I started the podcast off with. He said, "He said now if Christ, verse twelve of First Corinthians fifteen, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, yes, then why do some say among you there's no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain also." Yea, and we are found false witnesses. Renee, you and I are false witnesses of God. Right. If that's not if true. That's not if true. that's not true. Because but it we, is. Because we have testified <laughs> of God before you right. that he raised up Christ. Whom if he raised not up, right. if it so be that the dead rise not, for if the dead rise not, then is Christ not raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain. Ye are yet in your sins. You're still in your sins. You're not forgiven. You're in Isn't your sins. Isn't that something? My goodness. And then they, which are also fallen asleep, or people who have died in Christ, are perished. There's no hope for them. They're perished. They're just dead. If this, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Verse twenty. But now Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept or died. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Wow. That's when you start uh, throwing the party, you know, cut the birthday cake. <laughs> that, that's when you start celebrating and uh, realizing that Jesus has risen from the dead. Absolutely. And that's what this weekend is all about. Absolutely. So we want to leave you today with the, you know, the, the fact that, that God is alive. We want to Not say to you what, he the, alive. What, the disciples, what the disciples said whenever Jesus rose from the dead and two of them were despondent and depressed. They were walking along the road going down to Emmaus and they were all upset because their, their, their Messiah, their master, their friend has been killed and buried. Jesus is in the tomb and they're just despondent and depressed. And Jesus shows up, just, just appears to them, starts walking along with them and says, why are you so sad? Why is your face downtrodden? Why, are you, why is your countenance falling? What, what's wrong with you? And they say, oh, haven't you heard? Are you just a stranger? Don't you know that, that Jesus has been taken and crucified and, and, and buried and all that we thought was going to happen is now lost and it's all over and woe is us? And it says that he began, I would love to have had that on tape recorder. Yeah, I would love right. to have had that's that recorded right. because it says that he began way back in the Old Testament yes. and expounded to them, to them or preached to them every, every scripture, scripture that pertained to him throughout the Old Testament. Wow, he knew. And, and then they got to the house and uh, he acted like he was going to leave and go on. And they said, why don't you eat with us? He said, okay. And he went in the house to eat with them and they sat down there to the table. And he broke the bread. And he broke that bread. And, they, uh, and he turned that cup upside down. Oh my goodness! And he disappeared. Poof. Yeah, he revealed and they himself said, they to said, him. They said, "Didn't our hearts burn, burn within, within us? us?" And they ran to the other disciples, 
And they said, he is risen indeed. Is that amazing? He is risen indeed. And so, so Christians used to use that as a, as a, a, a greeting to each other. They'd say, he is risen. And somebody else would answer, he's risen indeed. That's somebody right. else would say, he is risen. Somebody else would say, he's risen indeed. So I want to leave you today on the podcast by saying, he is risen indeed. Amen. That's wonderful. That's our God. He is risen indeed. And I'm so grateful that uh, he lives in me. And that's the best testimony you can give to somebody is that I know he lives in me. Well, he is risen. We're so glad you are here with us today. You can find us at terrymize.com, terrymizeministries.org. And we wish you, pray for you, believe with you that you will have the most happy Easter ever in all your life as of this one at the moment. This is the now. And we look forward to talking to you and seeing you next week. Pray for us. You never know what we're doing or what we're dealing with. And we appreciate all of our partners and those that are listening today. We love you and we bless you and wish you the greatest happy Easter you've ever had. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.